Hello and welcome to the Pursue and Progress podcast episode 59, where we have honest conversations to help us fall forward. And today we start, we do the topic of temptation, which is day 26 of The Purpose Driven Life, uh, written by Rick Warren. And and temptation is in itself a really interesting topic to, to think about, um, because I think as as I've been kind of doing these podcasts and, and things like that and, and think about you know, learning and self-improvement and, and things like that, that like requires a certain amount of like sacrifice to, you know, of your old way of doing things. Um, and that may seem kind of more pleasurable because in order to kind of improve and work on yourself, you do have to do quite difficult things. And, you know, it's definitely, it definitely is worth it in the end, but sometimes you just, in those moments of weakness, you you just kind of look back and be like, oh, like it was so good when I could just, you know, f- feel sorry for myself and just go to go to Macca's and order two large meals and and finish that, or you know, order Domino's online and, and finish two pizzas, a garlic bread, and and <laughs> and a Pepsi. Um, those were really unhealthy times, and you know, some days you you want that <laughs> um, when you're going through like a tough time and, and, you know, because we have access to, to, to those things, to those unhealthy options, um, like it's just, you know, a fl- few clicks away and like, it just becomes hard to, you know, resist those kind of temptations. And I know the like food is a kind of trivial one, but, you know, it can apply to so many different aspects of, of our life, you know, if you want to talk a bit deeper, you, you can talk about, you know, sex and affairs and, and relationships and, um, and, you know, our different temptations, you know, wanting to yell at someone, you know, with our road rage and, um, and things like that. And so there's all these different areas that we can think about that, you know, probably play a big role in, you know, in this topic of, um, temptation. And, and so it's really interesting to, to think about and, and will be fun to kind of dive in into it. And so the way that the book kind of starts in terms of what it says is, you know, every temptation is an opportunity to do good. Um, and so from that first sentence, you can see that like there it's seeing and viewing life as just a bunch of, I think everyday choices. Um, you know, every day you do make a choice whether to, um, to go about your day and there's different ways that you can, you know, have your day play out. And, you know, uh, when it comes to, to habits, you, you know, that you, you have that are well ingrained, that are healthy and get you into a good routine and, and habit, like those are the ones you kind of do automatically. And, but yeah, when you have things that are kind of new and you need to think through it a bit more. Um, sometimes that is when you need to be more deliberate in your, in your choice and, um, yeah, in the, in the choice that you make. And so, you know, there's always a wrong way to go about things and there's, you know, of what you know, of your moral compass, what the right thing is to do. And, you know, as this book's written for Christians, it talks about, you know, you have this opportunity to, to grow and to obey God in all, all different you know, aspects of your life and to grow in, um, you know, the, the fruits of the spirit, um, as it, as it's called, you know, which involves, you know, love, love, joy, peace, 
patience, thankfulness, kindness, self-control, and things like that. Those are good good traits to kind of aspire for and, and to grow in. And so it, you know, outside of that, it's, you know, like it's obvious, um, you know, to most people, you make, you know, those important choices every day to, to build to, you know, who you're going to become. Um, and so like, you know, Christians just view it in a more kind of spiritual way, I suppose. And so there's always a wrestle, um, in everything that we do. Um, cause sometimes we have our instincts, our, our gut instincts that want us to, you know, do acts or, or think a certain way and and sometimes our, our moral compass or our conscience will, will jump in and tell us hey like the other way is probably the right way to go and so like truly not trivial examples but kind of everyday examples of you know maybe it's like a friend that you deem very unlovable and there is an opportunity for you to express your love or develop the way that you love that person. Um, it's difficult. Everything in your body probably tells you to not ever do that. Um, to not, not be involved in that difficult situation. Um, you know, cause it might feel like it's just a, you know, a burden and it's, it's so taxing on you, on your kind of emotional energy to, to be able to be in that space. Um, but you know, just, in the bigger picture of like, hey, like this vibe that they're, this unlovable vibe that they're giving off is, is not normal. Um, something's going on with them. Um, they're obviously going through something difficult and, um, they need community. They need help. They need love, um, just as much as you, you know, you and I do. And so, you know, going to that bigger picture and be like, okay, like, um, and understanding the other side of things, you know, helps you, helps kind of inform those more difficult choices, those harder choices so that you can, you can grow in, in love and, and people might be inspired by it or encouraged by it. Um, and, and yeah, I think you don't realize who's watching or like who's noticing, um, these little things that, that you do. And, and so it's, always a sense of like, it's always worth doing the next right thing. Um, I know that's a, that's a quote from frozen too, but it, it's so applicable and relatable. So I'm going to use it. <laughs> and, and yeah, so there's all these different areas. So book talks through, you know, loving people who's unlovable, you know, finding, finding joy in moments of sorrow or, you know, finding peace in moments of chaos and, and, you know, maintaining pension, patience when, when you, you're angry or you just want to yell at the next, you know, next thing with a pulse. Um, and, and yeah, so temptation is all around us. Um, and there is no escaping it. Um, it's always going to be there kind of lingering around and to, to be a viable option or to be an option that is available to you to do. Um, and so, you know, when you think more kind of, um, upfront examples of like alcohol or drugs or, or sex and how that can be a really tempting thing, um, you know, in moments of weakness or, 
uh, for anyone uh, because of its like addictive you know properties and of, with all the dopamine you know boosting abilities of, of those things like it's always going to be there um the world's not going to run out of drugs the world's not going to run out of alcohol um the run the world's not going to run out of sex um and and so it is this thing this kind of theme through kind of um growing up and maturing and this kind of philosophy of life of i think just acknowledging the hurt acknowledging the pain the suffering and acknowledging you know our emotions for what it is and and to you know be able to look at it in a more objective and a bigger picture way so that you can move on um in a more productive manner um and so you know you don't want to get to this point of like oh just i wish this whole thing of temptation would be eradicated just go away like i just wouldn't i just wish and i pray that i don't get tempted anymore by anything uh, whether it's like related to sex or something um i guess it's a very pressing example for me that i keep bringing it up but i think if you know like we are designed to you know be attracted to you know a, a partner and, and to be able to engage in that relationship and and you know hopefully into marriage and, and start a family and, and all that and and that there needs to be that attraction and so you know wanting to take away this whole temptation of you know whether it's finding um, you know, finding women really beautiful and really maybe like lusting after them. Like it is, um, like, yeah, it doesn't do a service to, you know, to them, you know, the whole, you know, when we, you know, object them, <laughs> objectify, you know, human beings for our like momentary pleasure. And, you know, that is, um, that doesn't do them a great service. It, it devalues them as a human being for sure. Um, but I think, have, knowing that that is a biological drive and a biological desire um, that when used in the right way is healthy for us and, and um, you know, continues the human population. Um, you know, it's, it's, I think it's important to acknowledge it and to, you know, know how to dial it down or to, you know, dial it up in, in some cases um, as well. And, you know, to do with alcohol, like alcohol is, is, you know, a good thing, you know, all these different research papers saying, you know, a little bit of alcohol here and there is actually pretty good, um, you know, for your heart and, and whatnot. And, and it's a kind of social thing and helps you kind of, um, socialize with your friends and kind of, it does lower your guard a little bit. So, you, you know, less inhibited and, um, you know, talk a bit more freely and you make fun memories, but it's when you go, because it's so addictive and it's really effective at masking pain and, and, you know, people, you know, start developing a dependence on it. Like that's when it becomes um, an issue as well. So hopefully you know, talking about those things kind of makes it a bit clearer as well. And so in a spiritual way of, uh, of seeing it, um, we, you know, the whole thing about resisting temptation is, you know, something in the Lord's Lord's prayer in itself. Uh, and I'm sure 
people have heard it before, you know, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Um, give us this day our daily bread, and lead us not into temptation and deliver us from evil. Um, and so, you know, God acknowledges that temptation is going to be all around. Um, and, you know, it's going to be a part of life. And so work hard at, at resisting uh, when you know, like when you know what's better to do. Um, and so, you know, in a theological way, it talks, you know, the Bible talks about how, you know, like Satan and the devil uses temptation to be able to, you know, deal people away away from believing Jesus and, and God and sticking with God uh, through the temptations that, you know, of these pleasurable things. And so it can start with kind of implanting a desire or casting a bit of doubt on, on what you believe to be good or what, what is right in a certain situation. There's definitely a third and fourth, like deception and, and disobedience. So deception like is so, you know, prevalent among us. There's so many half truths out in the media and the way that we talk about things and the way we, you know, you know, we all have our little biases that kind of mask the, mask the truth. And, um, and, and yeah, that disobedience is just when we choose to act on that desire. Um, you know, whether it be it kind of, yeah, sex, alcohol, drugs, anger, you know, um, greed, whatnot. And, and so it is a really important thing to actually talk about, um, because we, I don't know, it's, I don't know, me being a personal kind of perpetrator of it, um, we've come to see how, um, like affairs and, and, you know, broken marriages and, and relationships are becoming so, so prevalent. And I've just been, I read this book called The School of Life by Elaine de Botton, um, who, yeah, and it just kind of highlights of all the little subtle ways that kind of little cracks and little fractures can happen in, in relationships that ultimately will lead to like affairs being quite, um, quite probable. And, you know, it goes from all these little things about, um, you know, shaming the other person or destroying, um, destroying communication, lack of tenderness, or, you know, erotic disengagement, um, you know, unending busyness, um, you know, flirting with other people and neglect or having too many arguments. And so all these little ways where kind of, you know, the foundation, that can kind of chip away at the foundation of the relationship. And then when those kind of basic or like fundamental needs aren't, aren't met or aren't, um, yeah, being kind of fostered in, in the relationship, it, it becomes a natural kind of path to be able to, to want to kind of seek that in other people and other, other things, um, as well. And, and, you know, when you have, for example, like someone who just makes you feel worthless and, and unworthy and, you know, you, who doesn't value what you have to say and, and things like that, like all, all an affair is going to take is just another, another girl, another guy just to, yeah, just deem you worthy. 
<laughs> to, um, really value what you have to say and really listen to you and really value your, your you know, your opinions and, and the things and, and that. And, you know, when you lack intimacy and, you know, maybe it gets withheld like on purpose and, you know, it, yeah, <laughs> it's so, um, easy and, and it's, yeah, it's almost just, yeah, really, it's a dangerous kind of battlefield almost. And, you know, and I'm so, I'm stuttering, like talking about it because it's so hard to kind of deal with because it's so like personal as well. But, you know, I think, yeah, I think we talk about sex and stuff and it's not just the kind of physical act because, um, you know, in it, you want to be known by someone and not to be shamed by them. Um, and so, you know, there are many ways that in a relationship, like you can feel shame of like, you know, whether your partner told, you know, told your bunch of friends, like an embarrassing story about you or, um, you know, laughed at you when you, you try to do something for the first time and, um, you know, you got judged instead of, you know, being cared for or, or encouraged in a particular way. And, you know, and when someone, you know, offers sex or something, it, it's this, it's this kind of, you know, interaction where, you know, you can just be you, um, you know, you're, you're there in front of them naked with nothing to hide. Um, and they're, there enjoying you. They're, they're accepting you for who you are. Um, they're tender, they're tender with you. They care for you. And, you know, it's great kind of quality time and, and companionship. And, and so when there's emotional trauma or emotional scars, like that becomes a really easy way of, you know, medicating that or remedying that. And so, you know, people in relationships really need to work hard, you know, in communicating well to each other and letting each other, you know, share about different ways that, you know, the other person is hurting them maybe and, and really being open about all these different struggles and not to cut off any means of communication about that. Um, and yeah, like really like (laughs) provide really strong guards against, um, you know, having affairs and stuff and, and finding kind of intimacy and and connection with other people when you're, you know, trying to be exclusive or kind of, um, you know, or you have this relational bond, uh, with someone else and, you know, it's, yeah. And not to... And also not to, you know, jump to just shaming someone, you know, for cheating. And I think giving people, you know, their, you know, space to be able to share what's going on. And because I don't think people, you know, want to cheat on purpose. Um, They don't fall into that temptation easily on purpose. Um, There's something deeper going on and it's a healthier way of doing things to get to the bottom of it. 
rather than pointing anything out things out and saying really unhelpful things like you know once a cheater always a cheater um or like i can never trust you again because if you did that like you know how can i you know take any anything you say ever again um like it might just sound like me just kind of <laughs> trying to defend myself and and whatnot but you know if we don't even think about cheating which we kind of elevate to this really um you know really evil sin that no one can forgive um you know and think about anything else um when you like yell or like abuse your wife or all those different things um where you know you know when you can talk through your problems properly and and have a healthy dialogue and and not resolve resolve to to shouting and yelling and 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 violence like that's that's a choice in in itself between temp, you know temptation of what you feel is much easier which is just yelling and and you know just screaming on the top of your lungs and, and resorting to violence which you know to make sure your point gets heard uh, rather than having that civil discourse and and to have that healthy dialogue um and so it really is um a really important thing to to think through because those choices that we make um in in those moments can you know can vary in in result and 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 severity as well um and so you know sometimes you don't have that much time um to make those decisions sometimes you have a lot more time maybe you can you know maybe it's like a business business decision you can you know sleep on it for a bit and and think through things and and discuss it and sometimes you only have a few seconds and so you know with that it just comes with um i think this this habit of working through those choices and temptations you know throughout your throughout your life throughout the day and and so you know hopefully when you come to those moments when you only have a few seconds to to react that you you can choose you know the right way and the moral um, way to go about it instead of what is easy and, and what's tempting to do um to to have like a kind of cheaper victory i suppose um and so i think like overall it, it is just kind of needing this self-awareness and just to be introspective and to really think about you know and reflect about your life and and your weaknesses and and how to navigate them well and and yeah and to find help you know through a psychologist or through you know a therapist or through friends that you trust or, or wiser people in your community and and yeah like to recognize different patterns that you have um you know recognize your different coping mechanisms when when times get tough or um you know work on your communication when when you feel like you have something to say but you feel invalidated or you feel ashamed and and you don't feel like you know you've you matter much or or you um you know you don't want to exist anymore um and just be able to kind of target those different different thoughts and 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 so that you can be more self-aware and you can know what to work on, know where the weaknesses are. And so that, you know, when those weaknesses get pushed, like you don't, 
kind of fold and, and choose a really kind of devastating option in those moments of temptation um, as well. Um, and I'm sure there's so many kind of different things to talk about because there's so many different ways that it can be applied. Um, but I don't know, like, I, don't know, I guess to, to sum up is, um, you know, our temptation, the temptation to do what's easy, do what, you know, felt good, um, or temporarily, temporarily good, um, that temptation will always be there. Um, acknowledge it, be self-aware about it, <clears throat> know where your shortfalls are and, you know, work hard to address them, dial it down, decrease, you know, decrease the risk of it, reduce the risk of it, um, of it happening. Surround yourself with a great community, with people that you trust and, and love and, and, and people that, <clears throat> that, you know, you love and have, the wisdom that you trust as well and you know that they love you and want the best for you um in in these moments and and yeah like it's yeah sorry that it was is quite kind of shaky because it was just kind of bringing back memories of of my prior mistakes and um <clears throat> definitely a bit hard to kind of talk confidently through um because it it is still a mistake that you know that still kind of haunts me from time to time and, and it's difficult to kind of shake off, but, um, you know, what's, you know, what, what's done is done and, um, do have to keep the bigger picture and, and keep learning and, um, and yeah, and make sure it doesn't happen again for, you know, God willing and another relationship, but, um, but yeah, I, I'll, I'll leave that there before I, go into a bit of a spiral. And so if you've listened to this kind of podcast after here, um, with all my ramblings in the middle where I was starting, uh, <laughs> um, out and about, uh, thank you so much for listening. I uh, appreciate you and, um, every, each and every one of you. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you in the next podcast. Love and peace to you all. Hope you are all staying happy and healthy and, and safe as well. We'll see you in the next one. Bye.